Welcome to a new episode of Doctrine and Doxology. We are glad that you are here with us listening in. We try to highlight Christian doctrine and do so in such a way that it brings us to a place of adoration and worship of our Lord. That's doxology. I'm Skylar Spradlin and still here with Larry Jones. Larry Jones. It's been a while. It has been at least a couple of weeks. We have no rhyme or reason to our lives, I feel like, sometimes. Well, sometimes emergency situations come up that we've got to take care of. And that is pressing true. Matters, pressing matters keeps us from doing it at different times. That is true. We are busy, busy people. Maybe yes. too busy, but we are busy. Yes, all of this is true, and we are wedging it in sometimes. That's true, but we're not wedging today. No wedgy. Wow. I don't even have a response to that. That's a good thing, because there is no response to that one. That just needs to be stuck right there. <laughs> be stuck there or erased. I'm not <laughs> sure which one. I'm not erasing it. I'm leaving it. Okay. Well, I'm today. leaving it for a record of all the things that you say that just leave me flabbergasted speechless speechless that's hard to do i realize that being a pastor Mm. it's hard to get a pastor to be speechless but i try you're pretty good at it okay well you know what today's subject is well just because you told me about five minutes ago that's what it is so the today's subject is bump 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 the lord's supper another thing in the church (laughs) <laughs> I tried to think of the correct word for ordinance. that. Ordinance. Ordinance, yes. Another ordinance in the Some church. call it a sacrament. In fact, I got a book right here on it, trying to reclaim it as sacrament. Is that not a Catholic thing? No, it isn't. Well, I mean, Catholics don't have the it's claim a little on different. everything. Yeah, it's a little different. But it, we have two, baptism and the Lord's Supper. Yes, I think sacrament has carried... I can't right now remember the technical definition of it, but I think it has carried the meaning of conferring grace. Okay. And so Baptists have swung the pendulum in the opposite direction and said, we'll call it ordinance. Ordinance. That was the the word I was looking for. But I think when we do that, we miss a little bit. Of what's of the, going on in the Lord's Supper. Of the flavor of the Lord's Supper. Are you sure we haven't covered this before? I'm, I'm. We, we have covered a plethora of subjects, and a lot of these we actually covered before we started going through Grudem's book. I know, but, but I feel like Grudem does repeat things. I feel like our last episode was about this. Seems like the last episode was baptism. We talked about means of grace, and this was certainly in that. Yes. Which I think is the argument to come back and say, let's call it a sacrament. We don't believe it confers saving grace like Catholic Mass. Okay, yeah. It has a section on other groups. I did not study them. I'm worried about us. Well, I do think there is grace in it. 
I think there's blessing yeah. in taking the Lord's Supper. Is what I'm. That's what I mean. Yes, that's true. But we don't believe that the bread be- actually becomes the body of Christ, or the blood actually becomes the blood of Christ. No, we don't believe in transubstantiation or consubstantiation or. Wow, big words, man. Any other substantiation that might be out there. We believe that it is symbolic. It is very symbolic. I don't know that I... See, and that's where I differ too, because I don't know that I would say very, (laughs) very symbolic. You wouldn't say it's very symbolic? Well... It is symbolic, though. It's symbolic, but it's not only symbolic, is what I'm saying. I don't believe that. It's a symbol. It's a representation. And that's what Jesus did at the Lord's, the Last Supper. Yes. He said, I'm good with all that. This bread is my body. He was meaning it's symbolic. I, yeah, I agree. I'm there. But I don't think the Lord has given us an ordinance that is only a symbol of remembrance. I think there's blessing involved. Oh, yes. Well, it kind of points us, it helps us to remember what Jesus did on the cross for our what? for our sins. What? 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 It helps us remember, bring to remembrance, remembrance, to bring to thought. But <laughs> You've said the same thing just in like four different ways. Yeah, what Jesus did on the cross, you kept saying what? Well, you said you pronounced your H pretty strongly what? there. What? What? Not a question. What? It it shows us what <laughs> Jesus did on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. It reminds us of that. And it also points us toward the Lord's uh, the the supper of the uh Supper marriage. of the Lamb. Married Sup- Supper of the Lamb. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's one. Thank you. you for helping me get there. You've listened on Sundays. Yeah, the Marriage Supper of the Lamb and in Revelation, and, and that's where we all gather and celebrate uh, as the Bride of Christ. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just wanting to maybe reclaim in Baptist life the blessing that's available. It fortifies our faith comforts us sure it does helps you know recalibrate our understanding of the gospel it should unify us as a church should i just think there's a lot of blessing that comes through it and that's part of the intention of christ saying do it often and remember it and enjoy no specific uh command on how often to do it yeah, that's that's a debate. Some well, people, it's very important to them that they do it on a weekly basis. And I think that trend is coming back. Trend. I, mean, I, I, I see that more. Right, right. But sometimes I think you can do things too often and lose its significance. You know... Um, I mean, that's a tendency. Yeah, and that's always been the concern or the fear... At right. least that I've heard. But at the same time, we do a lot of things every week the same in it. We don't well, have any heartburn about that. Well, we Would read, you baptize we somebody? Scripture. Would you baptize somebody every week if you could? Of course. 
Wouldn't lose its meaning Every then. day of the week and twice on Sunday. Wouldn't lose its meaning, though. No, it wouldn't. Well, and this wouldn't lose its meaning as well, but sometimes, you know how human beings are, we uh, we get in a rut and we start doing things without even thinking. We sing worship songs sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're yeah. so familiar, we sing them out of rote and we don't really focus on the meaning. I think that's a valid concern. I just don't know if it rises to a high enough level to say we shouldn't do it every week. Or that it's unwise to do it every week. I don't think the problem is on the Lord's Supper. The problem's on the individual. And that's, again, like you said, with everything. Some people get into the habit of even just attending church and they don't attend for the right reasons or they don't listen to preaching for the right reasons or they don't sing for right reasons or they don't give for right reasons. But we don't stop those things. Well, a lot of times, if you have it, as we do, if we have it the first Sunday of the month, yeah, I like that personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having it every day, or it, having it every quarter. I don't know if that's sufficient to uh, to do it on a quarterly basis. But uh, I've actually had people contact me who was having a problem with me because that person wanted to be ready to take the Lord's Supper. Really, you're just now telling me that. In yeah. our church? In our church, yes. I had somebody call me and say, you know, I have a problem. I bet I know who that is. It doesn't matter. But I'm... I'm. But I want to prepare to have the Lord's Supper. I think that's wonderful. I think it is, too. I, and I think by having it the first Sunday every month, we should <laughs> remind our people, maybe the Sunday before, say, remember, we have the Lord's Supper next week. Prepare well, we your do. Hearts. We we put your hearts. Be ready. We may not say it, you know, from the front, but we put it in everything. It's on every announcement and calendar and yeah. email and everything else that goes out. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, isn't that great? I mean, instead yeah, of that's waiting right before it's going to be pat, the plate will be passed to you to rethink your life and to repent. Uh, why not prepare for that occasion so when it actually happens? It's more meaningful, and you can shout for joy. Yeah, there's more rejoicing for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> we we labor labor to say every month that it isn't for the perfect; it's for the forgiven. But Paul does issue a warning there to take it in a proper, right manner. Right, right. So we you just have to balance that. But yeah, I think we made that change to m- at least monthly several years ago. Just out of my honestly my conviction that we weren't taking it enough right and i think we actually even had a a person say you know we love you but we're gonna go to another church because we think it should be taken weekly that was before you became that was yeah that was a long long time ago before you became our pastor yes and it and it was not taken frequently enough I think, my personal opinion. Well, I think everybody was a bit skeptical when we started taking it every month. Just worried about the same thing you mentioned, that it'll just be routine. But I think the longer we've done it, the more they've realized this is this is an enjoyable time. It is, yeah. And of course, if you do it like once every 10 years, that's probably probably not enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's churches that take it once a year. 
Yeah. Churches that take it once a quarter. And there, there's some that I've been in some churches where they take it every day, and it's a, a voluntary thing. You go up front and take it, and you don't. It's not passed to you. Yeah. So you have to either accept it or reject it. I think we've had gospel conversations because of it, as lost people attend service and they wonder, what in the world is this? Well, yes, and it does. It does. Uh, you know, we've had. Yeah, like you said, we've had international students actually come and and someone beside them lovingly guides them to not take it until they believe that jesus is only the way to god he's the only way to god there's not many ways to god and some people would say that's unloving to to do that but i think it it puts it right in their mind that whoa whoa this is actually a real commitment this is something else right i don't just take these things or do these things lightly and they don't either Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, no prescribed time. I think we should, with wisdom, reconsider often how often we're taking it as a church. Right. I think we should recognize the blessing that's built into it, that I believe there's something special even about the presence of Christ with us in the Lord's Supper. Yes. I, of course, we know he's always with us. God is always yeah, there, but yeah. it, it seems to be his manifest presence is more evident yeah, during those times. I don't want to get all mystic or anything, but I do think there is, again, some unique, special presence of Christ there. Right. I'm kind of looking in this book for the... The Matthew version. There it is. Matthew 26, 26 through 29. The actual uh, time when the Lord first took the Lord's Supper with the disciples. Yeah, we haven't gotten into that at all. I think we should read a little text. You need to, like, talk into the microphone. Okay, we're talking into the microphone. Um, let me turn the microphone this direction. There you go. Look at my book and be right there. Okay, this is Matthew 26, 26 through 29. Now as they were eating... Jesus took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I shall not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And, of course, that's, in again, reference to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of significance there that we haven't gotten into, and I'm not sure we can right now, but the replacement of the Passover and what the Passover meant and then the right. New Covenant and uh, right. what the New Covenant means now, even in comparison to the Old Covenant and how this is a temporary thing uh, because it does point to his death, but also his resurrection, that he's coming back, and right. we're going to take it again with him in his kingdom. Um, there's a lot of beauty here. There's a lot of joy even when you're uh, you're taking the elements and remembering that Jesus died for you. He died as to take care of your sin debt. And, yeah. Uh, to me, that just brings humbleness, joy, a, a whole plethora of emotions yeah 
Uh, and it's it's so unique. It's the you know only ordinance we have where we take it as a church. Yeah. It's the only unifying one. I mean, baptism it it can be unifying, but it's individual. Right. Right. And the Lord's Supper also done in presence of others, so we can celebrate. Right. But we're we're merely witnesses. That's our participation. Right. But in the Lord's Supper. We all participate together. We are participants. Taking the bread together, taking the drink together. That's why we still do it the way that we do it, where we do pass out the plate and we do take it all at the same time. Yeah. Just this oneness about that, I think, is significant. Right. And, you know, I I would think there's always the hope that those who are not believers might see that and say, I want to be a part of that. Well, I, like I want to be a part of of uh, what God is doing in these people's lives. I want that, too. Yeah, like we just kind of shared it. At least let's us share the gospel. Right. And to our kids. We do that to our kids. We do what to our kids? Share the gospel with them. Oh, by showing them? Yeah. We explain it to our children. I think the bottom line is believers need to recognize the just the glory and the wonder and the beauty of the Lord's Supper, the blessing of it. They need to prepare themselves for it. They need to repent of sin and strive for unity and peace and harmony with their brothers and sisters right. in the church. They need to focus, <clears throat> excuse me, focus ex- explicitly on Christ right uh, in that moment do their absolute best to block everything else out seek his his guidance his presence well that's one thing one thing I want to do in the future is to realize when the Lord's Supper is going to be observed and then prepare my heart beforehand like the day before better than the moment before (laughs) Or the morning before, or whatever. But I'm thinking the, during the week before to really be uh, thinking about, you know, personal sin. And, of course, we should do that on a regular daily basis anyway. Yeah, but. But uh, just to prepare my heart for the Lord's Supper and anticipate it yeah. so that when it happens, it's a it's a joy. I mean, it, it is a joy anyway, but, yeah. I mean, it, it can be a bigger joy. I'm not saying this is true every week, but most weeks that we take the Lord's Supper, I do find myself more mindful of my sin and failures and right. um, more urgent to repent, right. which is sad because you're right, we should be doing that more regularly sure. and often. But at least the Lord's Supper is helping me do it then. Helps you focus on it. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, God will reveal to you this is wrong or the Holy Spirit will convict you that something happening here that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, but this is a time just to step back a little bit, get out of your bad self and get over your bad and self. Get over your bad self and uh really look at you know, where am I? Is my where God wants me to be? Am yeah. I am my life walking in uh, uh in his light. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Are you okay with ending early? Ending what early? This. This 
session that you and I are having right now on the on the yeah, well, yeah. What do you, I mean, what else is there? You mean instead of twenty four minutes, twenty three minutes, or? Well, I'm I'm pretty much done with this subject, and it's we're at twenty minutes. Oh, sure. If if we've covered the subject, because some days we may go longer, and that's okay. I think people who are we're not paying for airtime, so we no. don't have to use up thirty minutes. And if but if, that's what it feels like you're doing right now. You think I'm just rambling on trying to use up the time? <laughs> well, well, I mean, there's there's no harm or sin in us speaking for forty minutes. Well, depends who you ask. And they can always turn it off. And I bet they do. <laughs> and sometimes they will. Oh, this these guys are rambling. I'm shutting that off. But it's okay to uh, to go. 20 minutes it's kind of like there's no laws here well i've we've dug through this subject enough i think over the years yeah i mean we're not ever getting into the nooks and cranny of it all well we can't get it but the the goal is really just to get people to think about the lord's supper and its importance yeah significance yeah yeah there's a whole lot of little bitty things about it but yeah like you hold it up when you hold up the uh, little piece of bread, you yeah, hold it you're up. talking about me personally. You personally. Do you not and have you not ever seen people do that before? I I think that is something that probably happens every time in most places. Yeah, I I try to highlight the specialness of it. Right, doing that. Yeah, that's a Catholic thing too, you know. Well. That doesn't mean that's something we shouldn't do. Hold up the bronze serpent. Hold up the bread and the cracker. Look to it. Take it. Yeah. Do you actually break it? No, but I want to. There are a lot of things. You can if you want. No, there's a lot of things I I would do that I think our church would just say, that's strange. Well, I I break break the little little whatever it's called, cookie wafer bread. Yeah, we make the bread. And and I actually snap it before I eat it. And I know the the body of Jesus wasn't physically broken because there were no broken bones. Yeah, it's uh, a metaphor for uh, giving up his life. Right. But anyway, some somehow that little snap goes woo. Makes well, me it go. doesn't it doesn't snap anymore. It's we we've been doing bread for over a year. Well, I know, but it kind of tears. breaks and tears. And it makes my heart go, whoa, this is cool. I would do that personally, but I don't want to make it weird. Okay. Well, for, we're getting people. weird anyway. Well, I've been there. And you've been there too. You've been weird most of your life. Yes. At least Sometimes the, I do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no comment. Or sometimes I try to, never mind, I'm, we're rambling. You're just filling airspace now because we paid for it. <laughs> Do we pay for that? Yeah, well, you made it to your 24-minute mark, so. Okay. Congrats. I wasn't trying. Okay, since I've made it there. I'm I'm and, punching and my you, ticket. I'm clocking you're out. you're punching your ticket. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we are, we thank you and we praise you because you're a wonderful God and
and you're a magnificent God, and you're all-powerful God, and all-just, all-loving, uh, it amazes me that someone as awesome as you who speaks in the universe becomes could look down at an insignificant sinner like myself and send your son to die for me. It it fills me with awe, humility, humbleness. Uh, Lord, it just, uh, I know I'm not worthy of it, and I just praise you for loving me that much. And I just thank you for uh, giving us uh, your word and giving us this ordinance uh, to help us remember the price you paid, the price Jesus paid on the cross and the blood he shed for us. Thank you for forgiving us our sins and making us right with you. Help us to share this good news with the lost and help us to walk in obedience. In Jesus' name, amen.